everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today we're going to be talking about how to decorate a mantle. Uh, we have a lot of tips for you and some thoughts about uh, what goes on a mantle and what goes above a mantle. So let's get rolling here. How about Yvonne? Why don't you tell us how you feel about decorating a mantle? Oh my goodness. That's one of my favorite things to decorate in my whole house. And usually when I'm decorating for different seasons or holidays like Christmas or like the fall for the season, that's the very first thing I decorate. Hmm. It just sort of sets the mood for my whole house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's a little focal point. It is. Yeah. It's easy to do if if you have the right elements, and it just gets me going. Well, I like anything that gets you going, sweetheart. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> and I think of you when I think of mantles and pillows. I think stone gable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and vignettes. And vignettes. <laughs> and vignettes. Okay, the queen of all and three. Meal. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so what, Yvonne, so you, your love of mantle, how does it manifest mm-hmm. itself? Say what that again, do? I didn't hear you. W- what do you do to decorate your mantle first? Well, uh, the first thing that I think about when I'm decorating a mantle, obviously, is the size of the mantle, the placement of the mantle, how, mm-hmm. how big um, the surface is to decorate. But even before I do that, I want to know what I'm going to put behind the mantle. What I'm going to hang, if there's a walls big enough, uh, can, it, can the wall stand alone? Is it interesting enough to stand alone? Like, is it a beautiful stacked stone or something like that? Or mm-hmm. does it need a little focal point? What do I put on that mantle? That's the first thing I'll think about. Oh, that's okay. good to think, think mm-hmm. of the, so kind of think of all the layers of what's going on your mantle. Yes, but but that's where I start. As long as I know how long how wide the ledge is, then the first thing I go for is what's going to go behind there. Oh, that's a that's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Now, when uh, you say behind, are you talking about perched on it or something hanging on it? Um, mm-hmm. Well, you can perch something, but I'm thinking something that takes up that visual space in back of a mantle. Most mantles, you know, are are from you know. Uh, like chest high and above a little bit above so what and most walls are taller we have nine foot ceilings so we have a lot of wall to cover what's going to go behind that because I think it looks awfully plain if you don't put something behind there and uh, I used to have a mirror behind my mantle but my mantle's a little on the high side and I had it there for years it was a beautiful mantle but all I would look at when I looked into it was my ceiling Hmm. and one day it hit me why am I looking at my ceiling Mm -hmm. and so I'm not a big fan of of or I haven't had a good I haven't had a good experience with having a man uh, a mirror up on my mantle so I don't use that anymore no okay how about you Kelly well, I my mantle in this house actually has a mirror in it. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. house is from 1886, and the mm-hmm. um, while the fireplace is not original, 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 because there was an earthquake and the original fireplace. Oh, that's was, terrible! Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, it was so long ago, but the uh, original fireplace, uh, it was, uh, I guess, irreparably damaged in that, and it, it was one that went into the dining room and the living room, 
and so the mm. the you can still see the base of it but when they fixed it which was in the early 1900s they put it on the exterior wall so it's oh. uh, it's oh. so it's you know of that period it has columns it has the the shelf type mantle that you oh, would yes. you know always I, under, see but then it has another is. piece yeah. on top of it that has an oval mirror a horizontal oval mirror in it so i already have a mirror and then there's a shelf on top of that you know another mantle and i i do have space up there and i that's one of the spots in my house that i am honing in on what should go there mm. but mm. so i like a mirror above it i love the way this looks but i do like on a a more typical mantle also like a mirror because I think it bounces around what's happening in the room. Mm. You know, I've got an issue and I think a lot of listeners have the same problem. My TV is above my mantle. Mm. So, and I actually have, it's hidden by doors, but those doors swing out. So as much as I would love to put something big and splashy on my mantle or some beautiful artwork, I can't because those doors are there. Mm. So I'm, it really does limit me. It's, it's very frustrating, but I like the TV being hidden, so I just have to deal with it. But also, you have you don't have space where you could put like a barn door and a tract above because you have those beautiful cabinets on either side. Isn't that right? That's right. Well, and the it comes out, so I that mm-hmm. yeah, it's mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do a track because the fireplace juts out slightly. Mm-hmm. So I just I have the doors, which work fine. But do you they know, go I d- all the way out and then then tuck back in on the, the sides? They can swing all the way out, mm-hmm. but you know, but then I have usually something tall on the side, so I have to be careful sure. not to swing them out too far. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. So how do you feel about just having it, before we get into the tips on actually decorating a mantle, let's just follow this thought a little bit. What do you think about having a TV but having it exposed, no doors, above a mantle? This is a hot topic in decorating land. (laughs) Well, you know, we have the, the, our house in the mountains that we use as a vacation rental, and that's exactly what we did. There's a TV there, there was no other place to put it, and it's on the mantle. I hate it, and I don't watch a lot of tv so honestly i wish it wasn't even there but for rentals we have to have it there and i don't know i don't like it but i don't for now we're just having to deal with it we had that in in our former house we were lucky enough to have two fireplaces so the living room one i had a piece of art a painting above and then decorated the mantle Mm -hmm. but in the family room the tv was there but it really didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to. Maybe because I was, uh, you know, I had another mantle I could, you know, go crazy mm-hmm. with decorating. I was able to put things on either side, um, whether you know, just some candlesticks and some maybe some seasonal things. Um, oh. But I didn't want to sacrifice, you know, the function of the family room. And that's the kids were littler then, and they mm-hmm. liked to watch TV or we'd watch a movie as a family. And so, and it was kind of nice when I mean, you're watching a movie and you had the fireplace on, you're and oh, you're looking yeah. at it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bother me as much as it might bother other people. I I think you know you know mm-hmm. a little bit of you know, fluff over function is not always the best way to go. So mm. we well, went with it some, and enjoyed it the way it was. There's some really cute things you can do to disguise the the, the TV as well. Uh, a friend of mine has hung a map above her TV and just mm-hmm. pulls it down when they're not watching TV. Like I, I think the old-fashioned school maps. Right, like one. an old-fashioned mm-hmm. school map. And then they mm-hmm. just pull it up when oh, they're watching TV. It looks really charming. Right, and that was mm-hmm. probably a pretty inexpensive way to go, too, rather than having doors created and sliding or 
pocket doors, you know, that can get pretty expensive. And mm-hmm. as Yvonne was saying, depending on what you have on, going on in either side of your fireplace, which is oftentimes some bookshelves or something, mm-hmm. sometimes you can't do that. What well, a great let's solution. get into um, what you would put on that horizontal plane of the mantle. So um, I think somebody mentioned layers. Yvonne, do you work yeah, in layers yeah. when you do I, that? I, well, I just want to um, take a step back because this is actually part of the layers. What I've decided works best on my mantle is I have a big clock. And mm. um, it I it was uh, at one time had a, uh, a brown... Um, frame around it this big round brown it just looked too brown for me so I painted it and mm-hmm. I painted it a double layered like a, a chippy white and sort of gray and it softened that whole area because my my it's beautiful uh, my yeah thank you my fireplace and the mantle is all white and then I've got a very light light colored um a sort of an off-white uh paint on the wall so I I use that and then sometimes in the years I have a big window from a big old house that's you know clear glass just the frame and that looks really great around the holiday time too so most of the times I put a clock and then sometimes I change that out and use a a window because it's transparent but the frame gives you a nice um, uh, just a nice background without it being too busy but I think one of the things that when you're talking about decorating a mantle you really have to keep layering in mind you want to put something in front of whatever that is that you've chosen in back of your uh, to to hang on the wall or be propped on the wall and you want to layer things in front of that and maybe something in front of that because you want to give it some depth and some interest and I think that's an important thing to do and as you layer them obviously you go from biggest the tallest um, to medium to small and you can um, it brings a lot of interest Uh, you can overdo it you don't want to do a lot of that but a little bit of that goes a long way well, but that works great unless you've got the TV there. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or with just, me, the doors. So mm-hmm. I have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Right. We're so, talking. So can we talk about um, uh, mantles that don't have doors? Is that okay? <laughs> well, we can we can do both. Okay. We can cover it all. all right. So, mm-hmm. so Yvonne is obviously talking about a mantle that doesn't have any restrictions above it, and you can go a little mm-hmm. higher. Layers are a great idea, and people may not think about layering on a mantle because it, as you mentioned, it is such a narrow surface. But mm-hmm. you can get a lot on there, uh, or you know just enough on there to give it that depth and sort of give it that visual interest. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a great idea. And Anita, are there other ways that you might add some visual interest to, to a mantle that doesn't have a TV or doors ahead of well, it? Well, even if it, it does have the TV or doors, I'm I, my suggestion is to use the highs and lows and I just work around my door. So I do something high on either side and then low in the center. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I've worked with a lot with clients, and it seems uh, you're helping them decorate their homes. And I've found that the fireplace seems to be one of the problem areas for most mm-hmm. clients. That just seems to be something that's really very difficult for them to really pull it together. And it's and usually I just end up helping them pull something from a different part of the room and put it there. One of the big issues I've found is not getting something tall enough on the sides of the fireplace. Mm. a mantle so I do feel like you really want something tall somewhere on there and probably on the left and the right 
sides and then something maybe shorter in the center like Yvonne said if you can put some artwork there that's tall that's fabulous and layer on top I think that's a great idea mm -hmm. but you, you definitely want something I think tall there on your fireplace if you can fit it in because you know it's such a visual visually big space if you just have these tiny little things on the fireplace it's going to look you know off kilter It'll look yeah, busy. I agree because It'll you're cluttered. dealing with the fireplace yeah. itself, which is you know a tall thing, like mm -hmm. you know going up to about your chest. And then if you put something mm -hmm. little squattish things on there, it doesn't really balance. So right. yeah, I I like that idea too, and the highs and lows. And again, it creates that interest and and, and wraps your eye around. I like putting something organic up mm -hmm. on the mantle, whether it's you know because you have sort of the, you know fire element, and then <laughs> and if you add something else organic, whether it be uh, you know some antlers or pine cones or uh, greenery or uh, you know some not necessarily seasonal greenery just something clipped some even pretty branches or something mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if they're tall enough you can put them in a, a vase and create height that way as well or boxwoods boxwood uh, balls or the boxwood wreaths or something like that right that'll right. look beautiful and that's that's sort of um, also you can use boxwood and greenery as a repeated element Mm -hmm. um, on mm, your mantle mm -hmm. and I think repeating an element on your mantle uh, is visually pleasing like if you do have boxwood balls you could put I have a little uh, a tiny little little stool that actually fits right onto my mantle and it's black and if I put a plant or something organic or let's use that boxwood ball boxwood ball in a little urn it gives that height then I'll repeat that boxwood mm -hmm. maybe in a um, another dish or an urn or a little bowl um, on the other side of the mantle because again you want to vary those heights mm -hmm. and it's a repeated element and it's something organic so you are just killing three birds with one stone <laughs> right <laughs> I love that I like to use pictures I actually me I, too I pictures on me my too. mantle I love <laughs> I <laughs> and books covered books I cover books in burlap and put them as risers on my mantle and I put them um, horizontally as a riser but then uh, vertically as you know just something pretty display like you display books and again it's a repeated element it ties both of the ends of the both sides of the mantle together I love that I love that that's a great idea mm -hmm. and you know talking about the repeated elements that is you know something that people should consider in all areas of decorating and it, mm -hmm. you know certainly in a focal point like a mantle it carries your eye around right so it brings your eye through mm -hmm. what uh, the vignettes or through the the um the styled area and it's just really pleasing I mean, you mm -hmm. know instead of just seeing like a blotch of green or a patch of something there's that flow which you know you want to create in your entire home from mm -hmm. room to room and then you create the, on smaller scales in these little vignettes and so limiting the type of objects that you put in um, or li and limiting the color palette uh, I think really helps mm -hmm. create that flow so it's not like a stop and start like you know I don't have uh, you know one element and then something completely different and then yet another thing and you know in six or seven completely different items that don't relate to each other so you want to have things that create the flow so you're doing the repetition as mm -hmm. Yvonne mentioned and to limit the the types of items 
or mm-hmm. and or the color palette that you're using. I think that is such a huge decorating point. I think you can do that throughout your house. If you do, I'm very uh, much into limiting a colored palette or limiting certain items, um, or I call it tightening it up. If it's a, just a tight color palette, I just think it's so pleasing to the eye, and I just think you know using. Um, texture or whatever instead of lots and lots of colors is a much more sophisticated look so Kelly that is such a good tip mm-hmm. wow are we all in agreement on this I'm sure. <laughs> we are <laughs> and and that is what you just I I feel like we're, we're all in agreement here because what I've done on my mantle right now I have a a limited color palette I have blue and white pictures mm-hmm. and I have three pictures in the center and then on the ends I have candlesticks and I don't mm. I just love the candlesticks for a fireplace because they just mm-hmm. feel very fireplacey it's an easy way to get something tall with some height and you can put candles in there and light them uh, but it's just the, the height is is really easy to get with the candlesticks and they just seem to make sense there so I just love like you said the limited color palette the mm-hmm. repeated elements and then some tall candles uh, candlesticks on the sides I, I love that look and can I just add this? We don't use candlesticks, but we use tall candlestick lamps. Mm. They look oh. like, you know, they're very tall, they're very thin, and they have little tiny um, um, lampshade hats on them. Oh, cute. And, and this is a tip for anybody who's thinking about either putting in a, in a um, mantle or redoing one. I have an electric plug on my mantle on on the horizontal space of my mantle smart woman yeah well (laughs) my builder (laughs) was planning yeah and then i can just plug my lamps right into those and they have that candlestick look and they give such beautiful height love that idea about these little candlestick lamps Mm -hmm. they're not the battery operated when they plug in huh yeah no not what about i've seen those too what about using a battery operated Mm -hmm. light too i think that's a great idea i'm just wondering this i don't know if they'd be i've seen them and they're not too tall but i'm thinking about something Mm -hmm. that might be a little taller well we can put some some of those books under them like you talked about wrapped in the exactly great idea great idea yeah, the battery-operated, you know, there's the battery-operated candles, of course, and I just mm-hmm. got some really pretty um, tapers from Pier 1, and they're battery-operated, and oh, I'm going to put them those. in sconces, yeah. you know, because I don't mm-hmm. want to, I, you know, I worry, obviously, about a fire hazard, yeah. um, mm-hmm. particularly since I'm the little piggy who built the wooden house, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, or some, some little Me ancient too. piggy built my house, so, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want it to burn down, so I bought these, and they're really pretty, and they, mm-hmm. um, and they, they look great in these sconces I got on Etsy from this lovely lady, and they were so inexpensive, and Cool. I, I love them. And this um, is a this is a cautionary note, Kelly. What you said, our reader, our listeners have to take to heart. It is so important that you watch that you don't get soot on your ceiling. If you do, you are. It's a big fire hazard. My sister had soot oh. on her ceiling, and the um, they came to redo her. She had a redo of her house, and they said, you know, because of what we use today to paint it could start a huge fire so that's a very wow. very good point so, so we're just the soot could it combine well with the if paint? you have soot that means there's heat going up and wow. and um whatever it gives off and it can cause a fire 
Interesting. Mm. Well, oh, we haven't helpful. been using yep, the call. fireplace in this house because uh, it, you know, it needs some major repairs, and I don't mm. even know that we're going to ultimately ever use it. So mm-hmm. maybe we can do another episode someday about, like, um, you know, what you do inside a fireplace that you know either is not functioning or you know for the season you're not using it. I, I would love to get your oh, your thoughts on I'd that. I love that. And there's so mm-hmm. many beautiful things you can do: fireplace screens, candles in there. I it just that would be fun. That would okay. be a let's, lot of fun. Let's put that on the list of things to chat about. Mm-hmm. So how about um, a little nod to the season on your mm. mantle? I like mm. to do that. I think it's fun. I mean, you know, I don't get too cutesy in my decor. You know, and maybe I did when the girls were younger. Um, I, I don't really do too many bunnies or cupids or mm-hmm. elves on shelves and stuff like that. I, <laughs> I think it's super cute, but I don't know. I just don't want uh, mm-hmm. to live with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I might put something, but more like, uh, you know, flowers in the colors of whatever holiday, mm-hmm. or uh, I, even on St. Patrick's Day, I take out my grandma's uh, Balik teacup that she used to let me drink wow. my tea out of, uh, which was really just like a pile of sugar with some hot stuff <laughs> in it. So, and I, I'll put that with maybe a little oh, shamrock or something. But I just do a little bit of something. Do mm-hmm. you change your mantle for the seasons? I do. Or the holidays? I do. But I, I really stay away from cutesy. I, I, that's just not my thing. I mean, if that's your thing, that's wonderful. Go for it. But I keep a very limited color palette. I keep sort of the, I've sort of hit on a design I like. My candles stay, my candle um, stick lights stay. I have black shutters on either side that sort of define that space old Mm -hmm. chippy shutters so they stay and then I work sort of in that and I'll use like I'll bring out in probably about six weeks um, my tulips that go in a Mm. for spring you know oh great um, idea summer is all about you know um, I have topiaries that look like little olive trees and things like that and fall is definitely a beautiful a vase filled with uh, colorful branches and you know I don't go overboard but there's definitely a nod there because I just can't stand leaving it alone (laughs) I know I love it one Mm. year for um fourth of July instead I took everything off the center of my mantle and I made these great big pinwheels out of burlap and I painted them striped red white and blue and flowers and um you're so clever oh and and made these huge big round pinwheels and hung them from the ceiling at different heights that was a lot of work I won't visit that again (laughs) but I got into decorating with some red white and blues in my neutral family room so yeah sometimes I'd go a little crazy every once Mm -hmm. in a while but mostly it's just a small nod Uh, I love what you said about leaving sort of a foundation you know you keep Mm -hmm. your candlesticks Mm -hmm. you have your shutters and I think that that is a a really good practice I do that as well once you find something that works on the mantle that gives you the height maybe you have uh, some layers then you can sort of tuck in some more things or you know Mm -hmm. remove one or more of the foundational elements and put something in for the season so it you know it's so it's easy for people to do that and and it, it always looks good with your you know the bones of it you're you're right and the but the one thing I want to caution is just limit your types of items you don't want to get too many things on there you don't want too many round um uh boxwood balls or you don't want too many 
pictures or you don't want too many things of tulips you know a couple are fine but mm-hmm. you, or too many books you just want to keep a nice balanced number and when I'm doing mantles I would say you know less is more for a mantle. I, so I can't agree believe with I you. actually said those words I except for pillows <laughs> except for pillows well, just when I'm talking about mantles and about the <laughs> number of items on your mantle. Well, but you know, I agree with that in pretty much anywhere in design. You want fewer, bigger things versus mm-hmm. a lot of little things. I think just if, and just kind of having some restraint with what's on your mantle. It's mm-hmm. kind of what we talked about. If you're you kind of restrain how many things are on there and how many types of things are on That's there. That's right. And, and just you know, have those fewer, edit, bigger things. Edit, edit, edit. Yes. When you are done, always look at what you do, no matter what it is. But today we're talking mantles and you want to edit what you've done. I maybe let it sit for a day. I maybe can't stand to let it sit for a day. Oh, and so, I wanted, here's, you know, so going I back to our previous episode, how about taking a picture of it and then looking at the picture on your oh, computer? That's a, that's a great idea. But you always want to look at it with a critical eye. Not mm-hmm. not like, oh, I hate this, but just a mm-hmm. eye that wants a curated look. Yes. A look that is beautiful and consistent and works well together and is not overcrowded. Oh, beautifully said. Point. Really beautifully well said. said. Yeah. Not overcrowded. Once in a while, I come up with something, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is the, uh, that was great. No, I think we covered a lot of the topics today, and um, we can talk more about mantles and what maybe you go in inside of a fireplace mm-hmm. that you're not using on another day, mm-hmm. but. Thanks so much for joining us today for episode eight. Uh, Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details are for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode and you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.